Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad, Tori, and Chelsea. Hi. We have a, well, technically, I'm the third wheel in this friendship relationship, right? <laughs> but we're so excited to do our first podcast with a guest. So welcome, yeah. Chelsea Ray Barton. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we we forced her into the podcast. Yes. That's how that happened. That yeah. Yeah. just happened about five minutes ago. So <laughs> just as a little heads up, uh, Tori and I are sharing a microphone, so please give any patience and appreciate and love there because we're going to be moving the microphone back and forth between each other and but this is also a saturday special episode Mm -hmm. where um after we do after we do our devotional we're going to be speaking on personal responsibility unto christ so we're excited about that and chelsea's going to deliver an amazing message on okay okay (laughs) (laughs) she just got really nervous so anyways we're going to go and jump into the devotional and we hope you enjoy today's episode Yes, you guys. So excited. Today we are reading out of Psalm 16, 7, and it's titled Guidance in Every Detail. It says, I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am with you when you wake up every morning. When you go to rest for the night, I am there to bless your sleep. Invite me to join you in every detail of your life. I will instruct you every day in everything that concerns you. I am your heavenly father who cares about the things you care about. You are important to me. You never have to walk alone when you choose to let me lead you. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, God delights in every detail of our lives. All we need to do is include him. And we will be directed away from destructive detours. The treasure of truth says God's instructions are foolproof. Yeah, I love this because I I think that we only think God is with us in the big things. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, either you're getting married or you're making a huge financial decision or you're going through a really significant hardship. And I think that we forget that he loves the details he's in the details and we need to seek advice counsel and help inside of those little details and that's something that i'm trying to work on myself because i feel like for so long i've had to like just look after myself you know and when it comes to making small decisions i just make them quickly but i don't check in with him about that and that's probably something i should really work on yeah that's such a good point chad i i feel like we want to hear him on those big decisions. We want to know where he wants us to move. We want to know where he wants us to go to college or who he wants us to marry, but we're not going to be ready to hear that. We're not going to be trained to hear that and listen to him. Yeah. If we're Fire. not, tra- <laughs> if we're not <laughs> training to hear that in the small things, if yeah. we're not being interruptible by him, yeah. if we're not, you know, it's like, when someone calls you and it's someone you know really well, you mm-hmm. instantly, like if you were to call me on the phone, Tori, yeah. I instantly know before you, know my you voice. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who, who it is because mm-hmm. I, I know you so well. Yeah. Where if I didn't talk to you regularly, I'm going to start to like forget what your voice sounds like right. or, or the first time you called me, I don't recognize you. So we're right. not going to recognize his voice in those big decisions mm-hmm. if we're not listening to him in the small things and we're not yeah. walking with him in the day to day. Yeah, it's so good. That's all we got for you today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no that's so good and I feel like there's so many voices you know we have the voice of the Lord who we want to recognize but we also have the voice of the enemy we have our own voices and then we have the voices of others and we have to make sure that there's a distinction and like a clarity to all those voices so that we know the difference of when those voices are 
you know, in our head, we can decipher like, okay, which of these voices is my God? You know, he's my friend. I know what it sounds like. And I think we were talking about this yesterday where I was telling her about a conversation that Chad and I were having. And it was interesting. I felt like I was having this conversation inside of my own head where I was listening to the voice of the Lord and the voice of the enemy. And the voice of the enemy wanted me to retaliate, wanted me to be disrespectful, wanted me to pull away in moments of like frustration. But the voice of the Lord was saying, give grace, be kind, have a gentle response, like a gentle response will turn away the anger. And it was like, I had to know, you know, those voices (laughs) of like, okay, no, well, that sounds way more like what God would tell me to do. It's harder. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Not necessarily what my flesh is wanting me to do, but if I didn't notice or if I wasn't even aware, you know, the the Bible says take captive your thoughts. And so that means we actually have to be listening to what is going on up there t- before we even speak. Right. You know? And it, yeah, and the Bible says, like, my sheep will know my voice. Yes. Well, if the sheep hadn't spent time with the shepherd, they ain't going to know the shepherd's voice. You know? <laughs> so so true. It's that, like, practicing that. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think people can best, you know, learn the voice of God? I mean, is it just by spending time with him? And, you know, is that in his word or is that in prayer? Is that all the above? How have you personally, both of you actually, how have you both learn to discern the voice of God mm-hmm. over all the other noises we have in our head. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good question, Chad. I think one thing that I've really been working on is being ready and able and willing to practice that. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, we were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier, but if, if I want to run a marathon tomorrow, yeah. well, first of all, I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass out. You know what I mean? Like I need to maybe go for a walk tomorrow. I I can't even run like a mile. Right. It's like, I'm going to go for a walk (laughs) Then I'm going to go for a fast walk and then I'm going to go for a jog and and, like move on and move on. And so when I think I might be hearing God's Mm -hmm. instruction, even if it's something small, even if it's like, Hey, go say hi to that person. It might not be him, Mm -hmm. but I need to practice because what if it is? Right. And every time you take that step in faith, when you're, I think as long as it's Mm -hmm. still, edifying as long as it lines up with the word even if you're not sure you practice it yeah and then every step that you take out and you practice that Mm -hmm. that gets you better able to hear his voice and to know and and just getting to know him better Mm -hmm. and it gets you to a a heart posture that is more interruptible by God because if we're not able to be interrupted if we are so our culture is so about control, right? right. And so we're yeah. so like controlling our own schedule, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be interruptible yeah. by, like able yeah. to be interrupted by him. Yeah. I think it comes down to like those daily disciplines, you know, because I think if we don't have the daily discipline of sitting still in his presence, actually clearing our minds so we can hear his voice, you know, like getting in his words so we know his truth. So when those thoughts come in, we can say, actually, does this align with truth? But we can't ask that question if we don't first know truth, right? And I feel like a lot of people are like, well, how do you know it's God? And I'm like, well, we have this entire book from him. Um, Maybe open it and like read the actual words so you know um, if it's aligned with his character or not. You know, like it's very helpful like that we have a guide and we can look at the lives of all these people who have heard his voice and who have been obedient and also who have been disobedient, you know, because I think a lot of times we hear his voice, but we have this rebellious spirit in us and sometimes there's consequences, you know, and I think that people are scared of that. And so it's, 
Um, I think it's a beautiful thing to like hear his voice and have the Holy Spirit conviction and like feel drawn to these little things. But if you don't have the daily conviction of like being in his presence, reading his word, actually digging in, say, Lord, like reveal yourself to me so that in these little decisions, he's our first instinct. It's not like this you know, huge decision. Now I have to figure out like if this is God or not. But if we have those daily things where we're like, oh no, I know, like I know my God. And so when we come to these little things, it's simpler and it's clearer and it doesn't have to be like all of these different, um, we don't have to circle the situation. It's just like, when I think about God, it like comes to, you know, just leading in obedience. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I love what you guys are saying about how if you're good with the little things, you'll be good with the big things too. But So now we're actually going to transition to our long-form episode. Uh, so those who, of you who are just here for the devotional, we're actually going to pray at the end of the long-form. encourage you to listen longer. Um, but other than that, yeah. So we're going to be talking about personal responsibility because that's a topic I think that we really need to hit on mm-hmm. because I feel like right now – there's a lot of questions and, and Tori and I do it on our YouTube channel about boundaries and, and like making good decisions. And as we mature, I feel like a lot of our listeners, I feel like we're in this place of maturing in a, into adulthood, young adults. And this is the part where we really have to start making good personal decisions to help us live a fruitful life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's difficult because the more responsibility that we have on us, the more, you know, I guess it's that Spider-Man quote with great power comes great responsibility (laughs) and we're all becoming powerful. Y'all we're getting older. (laughs) And so I just wanted to open up the floor and I think this is just going to be more of like a loose conversation, but I hope the premise of it is to help us believers understand that we do have a personal responsibility to take care of ourselves and the little things and to not get too lost in the big picture of life that we're neglecting ourselves in certain ways. Because I really want to make sure this isn't like a self-help sermon, you know. But I think there are a lot of little decisions that we can make to help us be better in the big picture. Mm-hmm. Just think of the idea of, you know, if you're flying an airplane, what they say whenever you're on the airplane and they're doing all the security stuff is they say, if the oxygen masks drop down, you should put the mask on yourself first before you help your neighbor. And, yeah. I'll, you know, the reason is simple. You know, you can go help as many people as you want without your mask until you run out of oxygen. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make active decisions daily to put our masks on, to set up healthy boundaries, to make sure that we can operate the best, to walk into the calling that Christ has for us. But if we're just storming God's calling blindly without a plan and without things that are going to be good for us and help us in our walk. Cause I love, I love reading the Bible and you see that things that people were struggling with God, God called out of them. Mm-hmm. Like you see how Abraham struggled with that. Well, he struggled with doubt and he made certain decisions based off of that. Mm-hmm. And so God revealed that in him. And then he even challenged him and tested him inside of that weakness that he had to purify him into Christ's image. And so, but there's probably a lot of smaller decisions that Abraham could have made to help build into that trust and faith in God. Yeah. I feel like in Proverbs three, when it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And this is something Chelsea and I were talking about 
a couple days ago, actually, when we were talking about sometimes we can get so wrapped up in our own like opinions. And so we'll circle a situation. It's like, okay, how do we lean not on our own understanding um, when it's so easy, especially like um, that's why I'm I'm bringing this up because I feel like you can kind of speak into this because if y'all don't know, Chelsea is like intelligent of all (laughs) and like I literally y'all she like tutors people on how to take standardized testing so she's really really smart so I feel like can you kind of speak into that whole um you know not leaning on our own like opinions you know and like how you can kind of say okay well I can see this from all angles but how do you kind of navigate those waters to be like okay God I don't necessarily want to see it from all angles I just want to see it from like your lens yeah that's so good um I yeah I I definitely will I will self-justify just about anything I will like if I'm just leaning on my own understanding I can see it from every like point of view and I am just going to go in circles and so I think one just being like ready to submit to his will is so important yeah but also I'm sorry can you repeat the question um how do you like navigate the waters like when you feel yourself circling you know like you Mm. just had a moment of obedience a couple weeks ago yeah and I was just like you know we had the phone call and you're like okay yes like this is something that I've been wanting to kind of walk out. And I think we can all like not empathize, but like we've all been in those situations where like we know where God is prompting, but it's a hard decision. And so we don't necessarily want to walk in his ways, even if we know that like his ways are higher than ours and like he has our best interest in mind and like all of these things. But if someone out there is like stuck, you know, even Mm -hmm. if it's like, a toxic relationship or right. like something where it's like they know they need to make this decision to be obedient, but they're feeling stuck because their yeah. thoughts are going wild. Yeah. I think that that is definitely, I don't think it's something I'm an expert on. I think it's something that I do struggle with and that yeah. I'm still um, learning and yeah, working on. Are, yeah. I definitely think I think we can listen so much to the reasoning of the world and that can get us stuck in a place of anxiety, anxiety about the repercussions. And sometimes when God's direction maybe doesn't seem like it makes sense, makes logical sense in what we know, it's getting to a place where we trust him so much where we know I don't need to know. Yeah. And I think like logic goes out the window, right? Because what exactly what you said, his ways are higher than our ways. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, to me, it's the, the five loaves and two fish. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when, when that boy offered up his lunch, that doesn't make sense, right? Right. There is thousands of people. And he's like, I've got this little lunch right now, Totally. but God's math is in our math. Right. And all God was asking for was his obedience in that moment and his Mm -hmm. surrender to that. Yeah. And you know, that took that coming forward, mm-hmm. that lunch that didn't make sense coming right. forward for yeah. Jesus to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with it. Right. Exactly. And so just getting to a place where we trust God that like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I am supposed right. to offer up this lunch because yeah. it, I would be embarrassed in that moment. I'd be like, yeah. this, this, I feel I silly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's thousands of people. I feel silly, yes. yeah. but God's like God's math isn't our math. He can mm-hmm. do great things mm-hmm. with just our surrender of whatever it is he's asking right. us to surrender. Yeah, and so we good. just need to trust him in that. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that whole story is like what? In two chapters later, 
the disciples are like, how are we going to feed all these people? <laughs> and Jesus is like, are y'all for real? You know what I mean? It was the next chapter. I was like, uh, well, how often do we do that? You know, where it's like we have this amazing moment of obedience and then God comes through. And then the next trial we hit, we're like, but God, like, how are you going to, how are you going to meet us here? How are you going to come through in this situation? He's like, so did you forget what I did like yesterday? And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love what you guys are saying. Cause it makes me think of a story that my buddy James Bowie shared with me. He was one of my groomsmen yes, and you talk about the story with like the thing in the, the road. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's where we don't always know what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll ask us to offer, you know, the, the loaf of the fish. And we're just like, what is he going to do? Is he going to multiply it? You know, what's going to happen here? And sometimes it, I'll just share the story and you guys can pull from it what you will. But he was, I think he was in Oklahoma driving towards Kansas and he was driving and then in the road, he saw like a paper bag in the road and he kind of swerved to avoid it. And then he, he drove a little further and he had this prompting where he's like, I should, I should stop and go get that. I should, cause someone's going to end up running over that and I should stop and go get that. And he's like, yeah, but I'm in a rush. I'm making good time. I need to go. And, and then he, he went another light up the street and he's like, why I should just why didn't I, why didn't I stop and, and get that, that little bag, you know, when you're driving alone and you're just in your head, you know, and then he makes it another light. He's like, all right, fine. I'm turning around. I got to go get this, this, this little paper bag thing out of the road. So as he's going down the other side of the road on his way back, he sees that there's a car pulled over with a flat tire. And it turns out it wasn't a paper bag. It was a brick. And so uh, he felt terrible. He pulled over and said, sorry, I saw this thing in the road and I should have pulled it over. And that just shows you James character. How sweet yeah. he's just such an amazing guy. Yeah. But what's interesting, he's, he shared this thought with me. If he would have pulled over and moved the brick, no one would be any the wiser. Mm. He would never have known if it would have helped somebody. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think that yeah. there are things that we can do when we walk in obedience that we'll never see the fruit from. Right. We'll never, we'll never know we'll if never it was know. good. Yeah. Right. You know, and that like blew my mind. I was like, James, like, how do you pull this like deep metaphor from a brick slash bag in the road right. when you're driving in Oklahoma? I'm James like, is good at that. we need to have James on the podcast too. Well, when we go to South Florida, we're going to go visit him in the Keys. And I think in two weeks, he'll be on the podcast. Amazing. I love that. Yeah, I love that story so much. I think we do have to really just get to a place of trusting God that he's going to bring the fruit, whether or not we see it. And I know we always want to see that fruit so much. Dang. <laughs> it it um, makes me think of the devotional I was doing this morning and just looking at the story of David and Goliath. And we want God to use us in those David and Goliath moments. Yeah. But if you look at like, David knew himself so well and he knew God in him so well mm-hmm. and that helped him to really know God. Right. He took so many of those small moments where mm-hmm. he was out in isolation, he's shepherding the sheep and yeah. every time something, you know, dangerous came up, there was a bear, there was a lion going after right. one of his sheep. I'm sorry, me, I'd have been like I'm sorry, Mr. Lion. You can have that one sheep. Yeah, that I like one, that was your appetizer. <laughs> like, Enjoy. You you do you, sir. I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> and yeah. David, David trusts God so much yeah. that this is what God has given me to steward. Totally. And I'm gonna steward it well. And God mm-hmm. is gonna walk with me into go after this one sheep. Right. And in those moments, in those moments of trusting God and mm-hmm. growing in that, he yeah 
was in preparation. And that's yeah. what he said when everyone else, when his siblings were saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, they were coming at him, Saul saying, yeah. you can't do this. Everyone is discrediting him. Mm-hmm. He knows his God isn't discredited because right. he's seen what God has done when he is trusted in him. And so Absolutely. exactly what you were saying, Chad, of like those, those little, um, those little choices and right. those day-to-day things, mm-hmm. his day-to-day, he walked so closely with the Lord that the yeah. Lord prepared him for the big thing. for years right. for that David and Goliath moment. Right. Had he not trusted in those moments he wouldn't have known that he could take on Goliath he wouldn't have known that his God can do Mm -hmm. anything through him yeah and I love that like the small moments of obedience are just as important to God as like those big moments of obedience where his glory is revealed you know for him it's like no obedience is like his love language I like to say you know and so it's like when you're obedient in those small things, that's the only reason he's going to trust you to be obedient in a bigger thing. That's like to display his glory. Right. You know, and sometimes I think we either get too wrapped up in, well, God's too big, you know, Mm -hmm. like this just seems so small to involve God. Like, I don't want to waste his time. I know he has bigger issues, you know, and like it says he delights in us, you know, he wants to be a part of those small decisions that we make every day that bring glory to him because obedience brings glory to him. And I think he just delights so much in who we are and and working on who we are. The sanctification. Right. And I have just found like over the past few years, I feel like, he just, you, you see him, and I think Chad was mentioning something about this earlier. I don't think we were on the podcast yet, but just about um, how much he cares about our character. Totally. And so I think yeah. there's been so much where I'm like, oh, God's like, God's calling this thing out in my character yes. and yes. he's working on this because yeah. this is what he cares about. And that's More. not showcased to the whole right, world. Exactly. He's like, I just care about that because yeah. I love you so much. Totally. We're going to work that out. Yes. Like he, he's always more concerned. I feel like with what's going on inside of us Mm -hmm. than what we can do outside of ourselves, you know? And I think people focus more on, well, what am I showcasing to the world that I'm this good Christian and I'm having this impact, you know? And it's, God's like, no, 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 we're going to work on you first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And like, that's what matters more. Yeah. I love what you guys are saying because I was um, looking at this verse as you guys were sharing and it's first Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. Mm -hmm. And it says this, But Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. And I just love that because right there we're we're hearing that sacrifice is cool and what we do for others is cool. But you know what's really cool? Obeying God. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where our heart needs to be is a posture of obedience and submission to God over our public displays of worship and service for him, which those are good too. But it says what is better is obedience. So um, we're going to continue this conversation over on our Patreon. And we're actually going to be talking about personal uh, boundaries within that personal responsibility. So if you guys want to listen to that, you can go over there. The link will be in the podcast description, but sweet Chelsea is actually going to pray us on out. All right. (laughs) Dear heavenly father. Um, we just, just, I want to thank you for, for these two and the influence that they've been in my life. And I just ask, and in the lives of every listener, God, and I just ask that you help each of us um, here in this room and listening to this to just grow 
in our ability to hear your voice and grow in our ability to follow your voice, God, and let us be interruptible by you, Jesus, and just let us be just stewards of what you have for us, both big and small, God. Let us not focus on just the big things that the world sees, Lord, but the things that are important to you and that we align our hearts to your heart, Father, and that we just lean into what you have for us and where you're calling us and where you're directing us and that we listen to hear your voice above all other voices, God, and that we learn how to let the other voices fall away and that we are just the sheep that learn to recognize your voice and to walk in it and walk in the ways that you have for us, God. And yeah, we just want to open up this moment for the listeners to pray as well, and we'll be praying in agreement with them. Amen, Amen, God. God. Amen, God. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to this special Saturday episode with Chelsea Ray Barton. And again, mm-hmm. if you want the extended version, you can go over to our Patreon link in bio. Otherwise, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talking to you guys tomorrow. Adios. Okay, bye.